This podcast is a conversation by Julie Benetti and Susan Bobro and is a production of VI Alliance. Copyright 2020. And this chart-busting hit, Alone Leave Me, courtesy of New Threads, is available everywhere. Well, hello, Julie. This is Susan. Hi, Susan. How's it going? It's going pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> oh, is that, a, is that a shout out to Larry David? It I love is. That. It is. You know, I, I am sad that there's no more Bernie, so there's no more Larry, so there's no more, you know, but we'll see. There's we'll always see. Larry David. <laughs> I was just watching some of... Um some of the YouTube things for him. And, and uh, I, I got a text from somebody and, you know, and I was actually waiting for you to text me and say, how you doing? I was ready to send it pretty, pretty, pretty good. <laughs> That's amazing how, you know, just what that means. <laughs> there you go. It's something deep inside, you knows there's a, there's a subconsciously, you know, it. it's one of those things you don't have to say to somebody else. You can just enjoy it and laugh with it. And we all know what it means. Like you said, I know. It's very similar to a lot of some of the other things that we've been working on that you say certain things and we all know. And you can use yeah. that in going through what we're going to be talking about. So would you like to share with our listeners? Oh, well, I'm really excited because we are going to take the Kabbalion that we know and love and have been talking about in relation and integration to probably almost everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're going to take it and we're going to look at the Kabbalion and me. And I'm, I'm really, really excited about this series because we decided to do some. Um... You know, wait a minute. We have to go back. You can't say that. You have to tell you have to really explain where it came from. We didn't decide anything. We agreed to it. But you should talk mm-hmm. a little bit about how well, this came uh, about. Uh, Right. So, uh, so in the last um, a couple of volumes, volume 30 and 31, part one and two, we just gave a little kind of brief introduction. And where it came from is, uh, you know, I love diving into Neville Goddard material. And I happened to be reading something by Neville Goddard. And all I saw was that simple phrase, you mm. know, as within, so without. And I thought, wait a minute we need to take the Kabbalion and just now completely take it within. And in relation to what's going on out in the world, in mm-hmm. relation to going, uh, what's going on outside versus inside, it's the perfect time to do it. Mm-hmm. And taking in, I, and I think to me, it just, and of course, you know, I'm reading this late at night and I'm going, wow. And I'm writing in little scribble notes in the, in the corner of the page in pencil. Oh, that going, kills me. Wow, I have to tell Susan. Uh, yeah, this book is, is definitely uh, worth the book that I have. That's a compilation yes. of Neville Goddard material. And anyway, all the material you can find online as well, which is great. And this, the huge focus of it was that to take an inward perspective mm-hmm. to the Kabbalion, I, I just got the enormity of that. Mm-hmm. And in the last two parts that we talked about the Kabbalion, it, it was kind of an introductory part where we were looking at, you know, finite, infinite, something, infinite, something more. And we were looking at, you know, what's revealed, what isn't revealed, going beyond your senses, kind of really diving inside and getting to know what you know or don't know. 
And so that kind of set me on a journey of looking at all the things we've been studying and integrating and comparing and even things we've written to say, well, what is, you know, what does this really mean if you take the Kabbalion? Because I think, you know, I'm kind of going on and on here because I think, and I was thinking this morning, even the Kabbalion, you can overlay like as a boilerplate on top of anything to understand energy. And, and it really can give some wonderful insights. The other, and, you know, and so in that sense, you know, taking the Kabbalion and just integrating it internally is just going to be a huge, fascinating ride to me. And I said, let's do it. <laughs> well, the other thing is um, when you talked about the other part being an introduction is because we really weren't sure where we were going with it. And that doesn't, I don't mean that in a, we were lost. I just meant that we were, you know, you, it was percolating kind of, where's this going to go? And so when we do sort of these introductions and then where we go with it, it, we don't have a plan. We don't plan Mm. it out. It's not like, okay, now we're going to do this. It's kind of, we're getting something. And and the whole Neville Neville Goddard um, readings, of course, affect everything. I I mean, I I, I have even a hard time going back into the Kabbalion sometimes because it's, uh, I see things differently. We had that conversation um, oh. off, offline on, you know, on our own that, you know, everything changed. There was a, not an aha moment, because I'm not using that because that's <laughs> stupid. But a, uh, something within me was, was touched. You know, you can feel oh. like there's something oh. that a part of you that, oh, it's like when you first find, you know, if you do a different kind of an exercise move and you're like, oh, what's that? And it's like a muscle you you didn't mm. even know, know you had because, and all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, you can feel how weak it is. And then you work on it and it gets stronger. And then it becomes like everything, you know, just a muscle that you have. But that was always, I always found that kind of interesting was when you move and you're like, oh, what's this? And you're like, oh mm. my God, I have a muscle there, you know? And, um, mm. and this is sort of kind of, and very similar feel to it is like I was, it's not a, you know, it's something within you that opens, I guess, is what the best way I can describe it. Hi, this is Julie here with Susan. And I have to ask you, what's one of the favorite books that we've written together? Which one would you say? My favorite would be Energetic Invocations mm-hmm. because you tricked me into writing it. <laughs> And it wrote itself, and I just was grateful to be a part of it. I like all the books we've written. We've had so much fun, but that's probably my favorite. You know, I agree with you. I love energetic invocations, and I love the invocations because they're really powerful. And I love the way it slides into the Endra book. So the Endra scripts is really fun as well. So I agree with you. Yep. Awesome. Hey, Susan, you remember that old song that Tom Petty sang? Which old song? The waiting is the hardest part. Mm -hmm. Well, he was so right about that. The waiting is the hardest part. The coolest thing about all the stuff we've written, you can get it as an ebook right now. Right now. Live on Amazon right now. And you know what they say, there's no time like the present. And so then going back to the, you know, going back to this, and it's interesting because even what we're going to do, and and I know we're going to get into it, but... We even, you know, we were talking and I'm like, you know, even adding on, because I, I saw what you sent me and I don't know if you saw what I sent you because it was scribbles, but it was, uh, you know, so the tarot, it's a random, like when we do this, we know, I don't have any cards written down and I, just, I didn't see you. I just saw you had tarot in a circle around it. So 
<laughs> so what I'm saying is that it's, it's also going to be a situation where we go in and, um, and, and it's going to be a random card, whatever we pull, it's not like, okay, well this one, we should pick this card or mm. we should, it's very random, which is, you know, cause sometimes I go back and, and it's funny cause you always say to me, you know, you do a lot of the editing. I don't edit these. Julie edits them. And the reason is because if I were to edit them, they would never go up. And so, you know, Julie's great because she does it and spares me the agony of it. And then I, I don't listen to them again. But the reason is, is that it's so random. Like I, it was so funny because the other day, you know, I couldn't remember the placebo effect. As soon as we stopped mm-hmm. the podcast, of course, I knew exactly what it was. And it came to me and I'm like, why didn't it come to me? And it's because... I don't sit down and say, this is what we're going to talk about. And I make sure I have all my facts in line. I have mm. my facts together. I'm from whatever we're talking about. And I know you do the same, but for our listeners, you are really getting it as if Julie and I are having a conversation, which was really was right. the premise of these podcasts. We didn't want to come across as an expert. We didn't want to come across as the authority. We wanted to come across as everyday people who like, most people out there are smart, educated, but don't have that, you know, that label of expert. And that's why these podcasts are the way they are, because they are very random. We know our material. We've done our homework, but it's like, you know, having a class, like, what are we going to talk about? And things go in various places. So I think that's the fun of this. You know, they talk mm-hmm. about reality TV. And, and actually, <laughs> I think even with Larry David, they were talking about the Curb Your Enthusiasm, um, that that show was much more kind of improv. It wasn't scripted. Mm. And, and they were talking about, I think, a Seinfeld uh, reunion on Curb Your Enthusiasm yeah. and how fun yeah. they were having with it. But that Seinfeld had a set and had scripts. And Curb right. Your Enthusiasm is more, mainly outside. It's not in a, on a lot, you know, in a studio. And the difference, and people were talking about the difference between mm improv and versus you know a scripted um you know show and i just think it's interesting because all these things that i've been seeing you know and i think about us and it is not scripted and Mm -hmm. i and i believe that you know and we don't have an agenda we kind of know what we we have an idea where we're going well right right and and i'd like to clarify that you know in the very beginning years and years and years ago when we started these podcasts it seems like you know mega years um i i did some editing just to kind of get them together but now i really kind of process them by you know adding the intro and exit and yeah. i enjoy listening to them as if i was a listener mm-hmm. And so I actually, and, you know, I write the descriptions. So I kind of sit and I go, oh, and half the time I'm, in, I'm at such a vibration that I'm listening to you and we're conversing, yet I get more when mm. I listen to it again. So I have of the benefit course. of that because I do let it right. play. And, I, and I, don't, I don't think of it as, oh, that's Susan and that's me mm-hmm. and what did I say? And I, I don't think about any of that. Mm-hmm. I just go into the content. And what, what happened with what, you know, I wanted to, and, and we kind of talked a little, just teeny bit about to do with this is, is interesting to me because, you know, I, I'm going to compare this when I write, I could block out a bunch of things and I could put a bunch of things together and you know, mm-hmm. you've written with me, I have big notebooks and then I just filter it out and filter it out and filter it out. 
And what happens is to me is it's almost like corralling the energy. It's like a Western. You corral the energy, corral the horses, you know, the cattle, whatever. Mm -hmm. And then you just kind of let them graze as they gray because you corralled it all. And then if some randomness comes in, that's great. Yet there's still some kind of boilerplate pattern there that's ready to adjust itself. Mm -hmm. And, and that to me becomes even more curious and exciting because you, you don't know what's going to happen. You've kind of said, okay, this connects here and here and here, but I'm not interested in going, okay, wait a minute. We didn't get to this part, to this right. part, to this part. I want to get in the energy mm. with you. And that's what we do. Right. It's spontaneous. Mm -hmm. So even though I, I took a picture of my sheet and I send it to you, of what I was kind of looking at, I was so intrigued by the pattern that I saw that formed in our writing. And when you said that maybe this time we've looked at the Kabbalion so many times, we'll look at it backwards. And I love that because often I write the ending first to something. Yeah. And I thought, that's genius. Let's do it because that's a whole different way of looking at it. And um, in, in that sense, Yep. You know, comparing that with other stuff that we've written, I, I was just like, let's let's go and do it. And there, there's a couple of uh, initial things I want to say that, you know, I'm so excited by this. And we know there's a lot of content here that we decided to just, you know, project our uh, podcast episodes, Tuesdays, Thursdays and Sundays mm -hmm. and just let them flow because there's, you know, they're fun. They're in their energy. Just let them go. We have a lot, you know, that we're coming through. And we invite everybody who's listening to share it with their friends mm -hmm. and to dive in deep with their friends as well. If you, if you enjoy what you're hearing, you feel like it's a little empowering or there's an interesting vibration to it, what better thing to share when you have a cool, interesting vibration that you can interject into, you know, what's going on with your friend's day? So and I think, you know, that's an invitation I kind of wanted to share. Um, so the only, so there's a really important reason why, um, and it's, I, I'm and of course I'm, I'm getting, as you say things, I hear things and I'm like, oh, like I, I kind of get in that space. And so when I had mentioned about doing the Kabbalion backwards, there's, that wasn't a random, I mean, it is, was a random statement I made that I came up with. And then, but then when I started putting my notes together, I started to realize that, and, and I'm trying to find the words to say it because, of course, this is something I'm understanding and I'm trying to find the vocabulary to use. So bear with me if you don't mind for just a moment. But, you know, when you look at, when you read the Kabbalion, it, it it's interesting because what makes it difficult, it's very similar in my mind to the Kabbalah that it starts with something we can't understand that the mind is all everything, all multi-universes, all that we can't understand to a degree we're limited. And when you start with that and then you bring it down, it, it's, it's a, a more difficult and I'm maybe speaking from my own, I don't mean to say this for everyone, but it can somehow create the sense of it being more difficult because you're starting with a really difficult concept and then bringing it down to something that you can understand. I think the way many of us learn, it is linear and I am going to stay with that. And, 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 and I even know I've had conversations with people to disagree with the statement and, and my way is not the way, it's just a way. That if you start with something that's simple and you build up, to me, it becomes a little bit more 
understandable and, and I can follow it better. And, and the thing is that what also occurred is because we talked about the book that we wrote and we went through, when we did energetic invocations, we really started with the self because we had to start with what we knew and, and, and the way that we felt. And we talked about, you know, all the issues we have as an individual, you know, sense of worth, sense of identity, sense of uh, belonging and, you know, trying to do the right thing. And then when we don't, we went through that and we resolved, I think, resolved it. And then you moved into the journey as to, okay, our interaction is, and it was interesting because we went to journey and then we figured out our journey and then we went into people, then we went into environment and then into world. That to me was a succession that I could follow, I could understand. And again, in my perspective, it made sense and I could, I could grow with each piece of that. And when I looked at the Kabbalion, it was beautiful. I'm not taking it, but it went from something so huge that I really didn't get. And then it kind of told, you know, then it brought it down into something because once we hit polarity, I kept saying, that's where everything changes before that it's everything's in the all hit polarity. And then when we, and then doing, well, I should finish my sentence. Then once you hit polarity, you got into the, you know, left, right, yin, yang, up, down, happy, sad, blah, blah, blah. And then it became like so much information to try to sift through. And so I can understand going that way, going from the all to that, because you go from something so simple into something so detailed. And, mm. and, uh, and so the reason when I said it, I didn't know at the time, but I'm like, oh my gosh, it is exactly what we did. You and me, Julian, which we documented in the book. And um, we put it out there because we shared it. And it's, no, this isn't about plugging the book. This is really about understanding why we're doing this this way. Because now, it, to me, this makes sense. Because I can see the correlation completely. And if, you're, if you listen to these podcasts and you're saying, you know, it's funny, we took the Kabbalion, we compared it to Oprah, we compared it to Trump, and we compared it to <laughs> every, you know, so many different things. And if, if, and if I were listening, and I hadn't done any of the work we've done, and every, everyone does work, I don't mean you have to do it the way we did it. But it would be like, I, I always thought like, this is just an interesting concept doing this way, who would have ever thought of doing that? And it was because we actually did it and we, we brought it to a person. We actually took the Kabbalion and we brought it to a person moving through the Kabbalion. We just did it in the opposite direction because that's mm. the way we worked it. And I just think that's, I just, I, in the way, when I say it, I find the vocabulary because it's, it's all I got. And I'm just going to say it and you could say whatever is like, of course, that's the whole, the eyes of the, you know, the ears of the student open when you know they're ready to hear it and i'm thinking yeah because if you go the way the kabbalion's written it's difficult it's really difficult <laughs> to get the concepts because you're going from something so big and i'm i'm a if you're if you don't understand where you are today and then tomorrow comes and builds on it how, how can you understand it mm. you know what i mean it would be i always give this example like if you if you learn how to add but you don't really understand how to subtract and then you're going into multiplication division. How can you do it? And you really don't understand subtraction. You can't move on to multiplication and division because you need to use these other tools to, to understand the bigger concept. <laughs> 
So The Kabbalion by Three Initiates is a really cool book. You can read it and read it again and keep on getting different information. And yet there's always somewhere else to go with The Kabbalion. And that's always the question that we have is how do we approach it from a different angle? We came up with a great answer. We Which, put together a book of trivia on The Kabbalion. And that is one way that we pushed ourselves into looking at it from a different perspective. Exactly. And so if you're listening to our podcast and you want to go further into more of the energy, you got to check this ebook out because it will propel you. And it's only pennies. But it's worth so much more because when you get in that space, if you can have something that can take you and send you somewhere else in the energy in a different way, it's priceless. Touche. Hi, Julie here. Susan and I appreciate you listening to our podcast. Did you also know we've written lots of ebooks and books together? Check out the link in our bio. Find us both on Amazon author pages. This is Susan. I'm here with Julie and my daughter, Danielle. We stole her back from Canada. She's excited to be a part of these podcasts and commercials. It's been great hearing you guys, <laughs> wanting to be here with you, and now being able to be in the same room. And is that what you felt when you were listening to the podcast, that you were oh, right yeah. here with us? Every time you guys laughed, had jokes. And every time I stumbled. I felt like I was there watching. And I have to admit it, I've been taking a little bit of Danny's advice, because I know she said the most enjoyable podcasts are when I went for Susan's jugular. So sometimes I'm like, this isn't fun enough. Let me at her. And I'm still standing. Of course you are. All of the podcasts are getting even more energized. We're expanding our own minds and our own vision, and we're sharing it. So grab a hold because we're going nonstop right up to the top of the mountain. Woo! And and this is just my one take. As I was thinking about it, I was like, oh, isn't that funny? Of course the Kabbalion would do it that way because once again... It's not a trick, but it's like, are you serious? You really want to understand it. Because if you just, yeah, I get this. Yeah, I get this. Yeah, you get that. Then you get into polarity. And you really forget everything before it. And you go right into, yeah, this is what happened to me. And I have to do it. It's like, wait a minute. you you got to build one way or another. And it's almost like it's a, I keep feeling that's a huge separation. And it needs to be mm. integrated. Mm. And doing this with our book is, is maybe one more step for us to describe how we did it with that. You know what I mean? Right. And so go ahead. I heard you're writing. You know, I can't help what. <laughs> oh no, I wasn't writing anything. I was. I was actually. I, so I propelled somewhere. Good. And I thought go. I propelled somewhere, and I thought you know this is because you were talking about muscle memory, and I thought you know we we have been talking about practice, and it's really about how do you put the Kabbalion into practice. And you could sit there, you could read it, you could say, okay, yeah, I understand it, whatever, you, you keep picking it up. But if you don't, you know, put it into practice and exercise with it and, and really integrate yourselves with it, mm-hmm. I mean, then, then what are you doing? Why, why bother? At least, you know, there's my opinion, you know, to that degree, because it's like a, it's a toy to play with. And, you know, I've never called it that before, no. but there you go. <laughs> Um, and, you know, when you're, you know, it's been said that, you know, outside mirrors your inside. And so if you're looking outside and you're not getting any answers, I mean, hello, <laughs> you go inside. What a great opportunity. And, you know, I always say this where, you know, especially right now where, you know, things are occurring, where you you got to kind of make your own activities and people are staying home and they're working from home and whatever's going on and everyone's dealing with everything that's going on there's there's it's almost like there's two factions it's like there's a star wars movie going on out there 
you know, there's two factions where, oh my gosh, there's good and evil. And there's a, and I always say there's A, B and C. So what could the C be? And if the C is something more and it includes time for you, I mean, wow, that's like a huge gift in a way. Mm -hmm. And to take the Kabbalion and help understand and learn more about yourself is just a huge empowerment. I mean, it's you exercising your muscles. There you go, right then and there. And so for the Kabbalion, it really is learning about yourself. And, you know, and when I read it the first time, and I'm only speaking for myself yet, I don't, again, I always call myself the common person because I think I am, I think like a lot of people, reading through it, it's beautiful. It's like reading religion or, or scripture or, you know, philosophy and you read it and it's beautiful. Yet you don't always know how to apply it. And that's, Mm. and and that's why people give stories of, you know, look what happened with this person and look what happened with that person, which is supposed to inspire you. And, and again, Sometimes it works. Everyone finds what works for them. I'm not saying that none of those things work. Yet, I don't find those always work for me. And, you know, we tried really hard through energetic invocations to not make it about us because we felt that our story isn't for the people like myself. It's not going to work. So give me the steps and give me a way, mm. and, and actually there's no steps. It's not like A, sit down, B, meditate, C, right. write this. All those things can work. I'm not, but, but it really is, I guess, you know, it's interesting because as I look at energetic invocations, the most important thing is it really gave you a way to think about things differently, which mm. is what I haven't found in other books. They have all this journal or do this or do that. And not that those aren't correct. But we really gave a way of thinking differently because if you don't think differently about everything outside, how do you how do you change your mindset and perspective if you stay in the same thinking patterns? Mm. And then bringing in the Kabbalion, of course, for forced us to go further. And and so again, we've shared it, and I think that was a lot really why you said what you said earlier about share this the podcast because. Hmm. I mean, uh, my goal is really to change the mindset and the thought patterns that most of us are stuck in. And I'm not deciding whether they're good or bad. For me, changing my thought patterns made my life a whole lot better, made my my Mm. perspective, made me feel better. I can go out and I have a different energy to, to be in and to share for those who, you know, I want to share it with, or, and if I don't share it with, it's because I'm learning something about myself. I see it differently. And that really is why I think this is so important and why we're sharing it, especially in these times, because you and I were talking, we stopped podcasting for a while, not because, because we, we weren't together and it was like, all right, we had to deal with other stuff in life. And, you know, you we both kind of came to the conclusion that this is probably more important now than at any other time. Yeah. So, so, yes. so anyways, it's interesting because when you talked, you know, you reminded us that we're going backwards. That wasn't by yeah. accident. It's just interesting. Be- and 
I will say when we wrote Energetic Invocations, I hadn't read the Kabbalion. I don't think I've read, I read it at that point. It's not until we started doing podcasts. I think you had given it to me. Go oh, forgive me, please. I think you gave it to me, <laughs> but I didn't have a chance to read it. And we did, and when we did our book, it was, it's fascinating because I didn't read Kabbalion because I wasn't ready to. I mean, I'm not saying that mm-hmm. I was because of any other read. I mean, I could give reasons, but it was because I wasn't ready. And we did what we did, and I had to work through. And we said it was painstaking for me because it felt like everything <laughs> we went through, I had to deal with. And um, and so we went through that. And now that I've read the Kabbalion, I've ingested it. I've we've done all this work that now I look at it and it was like, wow. I I don't know if I ever would have seen the comparison before, or even think to do it backwards. And in doing backwards, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be very helpful. Yes. And, you know, I, I got this wonderful visual because if you've ever, you know, you do this with kids, sometimes you walk backwards and it takes an effort to walk backwards. <laughs> even even they say oh, this is this is cool, too. They say when you when you type something out and you've you've edited it so many times, it's hard to find a mistake. because right. You're just so familiar with it. So you read it backwards. And it's painstakingly, you know, arduous to go through something backwards because it doesn't make mm-hmm. sense. But you find errors, you know, if you're looking for spelling errors or whatever, you can find them easier. And not that we're looking for errors, but when you walk backwards, something else, you know, occurs. And when we're talking about, you know, having a better integration of the physical and the energetic and being, you know, the totality of all of you here. I mean, what a, what a great exercise. Pun you need to do something to constantly <laughs> challenge yourself. Cause like you, I know people, and I've been guilty of this as well, that read a book and yeah. Oh, mm. I read that. You say, did you get to the, and I'm not referring to you, Julie, cause this is, this isn't you. Cause we do, we, it's been you and me forever talking about books, but you know, before that you talked, Oh yeah, yeah. I read it. And it's like, did you really read it? Like, did you really take it in and mm. think about it? Or did you just, you know, I remember being in school and I'll say it reading, I think it was the Emerald Forest. I, and I remember the stupid name of the book. It was what, like the jungle, <laughs> jungle book, you know, for when I was in uh, high school or whatever, I would sit there and like, you had to read, you know, so many pages every night. And I would like, literally like I'm reading it, but it was like, just to say, I, those words passed by my eyes but I didn't really read it. I, it was not my cup of tea at the time. And who knows if it would be or not. But of course, that's the one book that stands out to me other than some of the other ones that I loved. But that one, I'll never forget. I was like, why am I reading? And I wasn't reading it. And P- and if you'd go mm-hmm. to school or whatever, and it'd be like, I, yeah, I read it. But no, I, I didn't read it. I opened the book and the words, you know, crossed my eyes, you know, but I didn't read it. And so when you read something so often, you can tend to skip over. Oh, yeah, I know what they're saying here. Yeah, I know what I'm saying. And how better, what better way to force you to do it other than exactly what you just said, reading it backwards. Because mm. if you read it backwards, mm. you're like, oh, God. So. And so what that means, everybody out there, and for us as well, I'm just way too excited, but I can't <laughs> help it, is we are going to start with the principle of gender. And we're going to overlay it on a bunch of stuff and we're going to integrate it and find out what it means when we take the Kabbalion and me further in our next podcast. So thank you for listening and join us again.
Thank you for listening to this production from EI Alliance. Check out our Amazon authors pages for books and podcasts. Find New Threads music and their latest album on iTunes, Spotify, and newthreads.us.